Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a, another episode of the Gaming Council. I am joined with the council boys, Mikey B. Well, if you're ever in Rockford, you eat at Beefaroo. If you're ever in Elmwood Park, you eat at Johnny's. When you're in Mundelein, where do you eat? Is it like, oh, it's a real question? Yes, sir. Oh, you go to Amari's Famous Cafe. That's where you go. What, what the they spot. got there? Yeah, what they got. What's their famous for? It's like the best breakfast in ah. Mundelein. I would say Dude. Lake County, the whole area up north. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Breakfast is the best meal. There's so much variety. Like even like there's so much variety for the same thing. Like it's a skillet, but you can have like a, a skillet bruh, whichever way you want. Skillets, yo, <laughs> skillets are crazy, man. They're so good. You got potatoes, eggs, cheese. You got onions. You got you know peppers. Oh, a skillet is nice, man. Yeah, they gotta put it on a bed of hash browns. Yes, because if it's yes, not yes, on yes, hash yes. browns, like the dice to like. No, nah, did you? And you have to have them a little crispy. You gotta have that that slight crunch to get it right. Yeah, I feel like like every breakfast place kind of sucks at hash browns because you get like the top layer is like mad crispy, mm-hmm. then the rest of it's like microwave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But before we <laughs> but before, before we, we make keep things about breakfast, yeah, for like for before we make this into a, a cooking podcast, I'm just gonna say, yo, I hop is trash. And let, let's 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 move on from there. I, I just want to slander IHOP <laughs> real quick. Yo, but kids eat free, and they got the Adams family, you know, pancakes <laughs> out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the breakfast aside, I am also joined with AD. Yo. <laughs> So the the breakfast boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Well, that was a pretty nice start to the podcast. I really Dude, I just made myself that. hungry, so I mean we get yeah, we're gonna see how this podcast go. I might get hangry halfway through. What's also crazy is like I how come cereal gets such a bad rap? You know what I mean? Cereal is five. Nah, dude. Like nah. it's like it's got a little too much sugar, but yeah, sort of syrup. Nah, dude, you have to eat a whole box to feel anything. I'm a whole grown man. What am I going to look like eating one bowl of cereal? I ain't doing nothing. Dog, you ever have a... That's what you got to add to the bowl, man. You chop up some bananas, some apples, throw some nuts on top, walnuts. You know, you got to you gotta add to it. Oh. Mm. Like like cereal is just the base. Oh. Then, you, then, it's, then it's up to you as the artist to add what you like. Dog, we might have to make this into a food podcast, man. <laughs> Gaming <laughs> what? Or... or- <laughs> You know what you could do, bro? You just mix them up. Dude. You get a bowl of, like, let's say Apple Jacks. Maybe you want some corn pops in there or something. Stir it up. Some cocoa pebbles and some Rice Krispies treats. Okay. Well, while we're still talking about food, bro. have y'all ever played Cooking Mama? Oh, yeah. Yo, isn't that game nah. like multiplayer? Yeah, that was like the first, that was like Wii's first, like, I feel like one of like the first games that came out for the Wii. There's a, wait, there's right, another right, one for the cooked. Switch that I'm forgetting. Oh no, Overcooked. 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 Mm-hmm. Isn't that multiplayer? Exactly. Did you play that? Yes. Yo, that game's fun. Oh, dude. Uh, before we kind of jump into more topics, have you guys seen the trailer for? Uh, I think it's like Stretcher Bros or something. Yeah, that game looks Switch? fantastic. It's like the two player mm-hmm. like uh, EMTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That game. Nintendo, I feel like, has like a really solid indie game. Dude, really you want to know the crazy thing about that game? that game? Who's that? Nin- Nin- Nintendo made that game. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. a Nintendo-based game that like, they just like dropped on the sly. Yeah, dude, dude that game's that game been out for like, like so a, a while, and they just like, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to bless yeah, y'all. And they pick up Steam. Like, yeah. I've seen that game everywhere. It looks super and, fun. Uh, yeah, same with like the Untitled Goose game. Like it just like showed up. I saw previews for it, like because it was about to release, and then it just took over. So with the topic of video games, obviously, <laughs> how about we jump into what we played this weekend? Mikey B, what you got for us this week? Ten. Instead of a Zelda tale, I'm gonna dive back into Apple Arcade. Yes, I returned back to Apple Arcade after a month <laughs> off. And I've two games, well, three games really piqued my interest. I only played two of them, so I'll focus on those two. The first game I played was Agent uh, Inceptor, which is a vehicle combat game similar to Vigilante 8, Twisted Metal, or Smuggler's Run, but you play as like a spy. That's dope. It's good. I like it. I, like, I miss that like genre of games. That used to be like a thing back in like the 
like early aughts kind of period. That used to be a, yeah. a big hot genre, but it fell off. That's been really fun to play. But the game that made me truly return back to was a little indie game called Guildlings, which is made by which it was which was created by the maker of Threes, which is it was a very popular mobile game for like the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that a little bit. Uh, Guildlings is based on my like brief hour playing it. It looks like it's trying to combine three things: a visual novel like a point-and-click investor, like mystery-type game, and a turn-based strategy, turn-based strategy RPG. Uh, you play as two siblings. Uh, one, of the, one of the siblings uh, finds an old phone, and on this old phone is an old operating system called Tombs. But that, is, that leads them to a magical world where they're able to control electronics through this Tombs device. And it does have some like classic, you kind of have to like save the world tropes. But the first mission you have in the game is you have to help your other sibling uh, escape her room so she could go on a date. <laughs> so that's currently what's happening. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's kind of funny, you know, fun, like, you know, teenager type storyline currently. But the uh, gameplay is. I like it so far. I like a good, like, kind of like turn-based strategy game. Dude, I remember telling so you about explore, this. I'm gonna explore a little bit more and see what happens. Uh, Sounds pretty nutty, dude. Dude, we should have called that. Uh, this episode should be called uh, uh, "Mikey Arcade 2. <laughs> <laughs> or like Apple Arcade My, Two. Return Mikey, Mikey B. Mikey B. Uh, Mikey B. Apple Arcade <laughs> Two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Now that game sounds amazing. Like I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to play that at some point." Because one, the the visual style is just it's gorgeous to me, um, and then the story just sounds pretty interesting, honestly. Yeah, the YouTube looked pretty. Uh, the trailer looked pretty solid. Yeah. So and another thing that I really like about it, it really like it really fits your phone because you're using an old like operating system, how you communicate is through like all through text messages and bubbles. So like it, it works like how you normally would like text somebody and like respond. Oh, wow. I think that's like a really like kind of like a clever use of the iPhone is like making it feel like, oh, if what happens if my phone you use this operating system called Tombs. So like it really takes over your phone completely. So it's a, a really clever way to keep yourself immersed into the experience. Yeah, dude. Um, Apple yeah, just is knocking really it out with these indies, man. Like Apple Arcade seems like something really, really great for for the gaming industry. Like, the thing is, Apple doesn't stop. Like we were talking about this off mic that it's been like almost every week that they're dropping new games since the free month was up, dude. And it's curated. It's like it's like I haven't seen any like bad games. Like yeah, there's those games that you'll play for like. A little bit and then like go to the next thing but there's there's some titles that you'll stick with like there there's some there they actually have some length to them which is amazing i just wonder what's next you know dude i i think everyone should have their eyes glued on um you know how the app rk will evolve in the coming years because i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be important i think it's gonna be really really important yeah, and the catalog's probably going to triple by then. We looked at like a oh, year yeah. or so. It's going to be yeah. insane. I wonder what's going to happen to like the other games that are on arcade. Are like, oh, they going to like move over to the arcade, or are they going to try to give you more for the free version sort of thing? You know what I mean? To kind of compete. Huh. Like, there are some games that aren't on the arcade mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't know if they would hold the strength of like, appeal versus some of the games on the arcade to where people will kind of get away from the free ones and play like Apple exclusives. Well, so, I mean, I'm never going to stop playing strike force. So dude, I think one of the biggest appeals of like the Apple arcade is you can kind of tell like some of the games where like, if this wasn't on the Apple arcade, you could probably tell like where they would put microtransactions. Like, um, what was that one? The music one that you, you guys were like obsessed with. Grindstone. Grindstone. I feel like, I feel like that if that wasn't an Apple Arcade, you would get like a few levels free, 
or all the levels would be free but like if you lost like a certain amount you would have to like re-up on some element and you only get a certain amount of whatever that is a day and i mean you can skip that if you like buy you know some premium you know thing with real money but like i feel like that's the the benefit of apple arcade because like a lot of these indie games like they don't have to deal with like the whole putting in mechanics that don't really benefit the game but they have to do it just because they need to like make the money back um so i I can see some games like trying to flock to the Apple Arcade, but I don't think all will just because, I mean, I can see some developers still just want that extra revenue from microtransactions where you're just getting the money up front with Apple Arcade. Well, as of yesterday, I am on level 100 or the 100 step grindstone so frick dude about to beat it soon i think i just keep like playing it because i know i'm paying for it so it's like the faster i beat it the faster i could probably cancel it or something but yeah that's what i was gonna ask you aren't you uh, will you cancel it once you finally conquer grindstone is there another game on your on the like on the apple horizon are you seeing that like i want to invest time in once i finish grindstone if there's another game that kind of has like the similar style because man i'm a sucker for those games like mm-hmm. I have that same game in like four different forms. Like I have the Family Guys, I have Garfield, and I have Grindstone. So it's like, if I can get like another one like that, I'd probably play it. I think this one I like so much because it's like the aggressive version of that, where like you're like killing things and you know getting gems. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, getting like level 100 of Grindstone, I've been super into Luigi's Mansion. Still, I can't get off of it. There's no game that's going to take me away from it, except for on Friday, because I got two titles that are dropping that I want to cop. Is it a Pokemon uh, Go and Star Wars? Uh, and and Star Wars, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Fallen oh, Empire. Fallen Order. Yes, yes. comes out Friday, too. Um, which game's taking priority in your mind? Like, which game are we going to unwrap and drop in the uh, game slot? That's a good question. Star Wars looks really cool mm-hmm. and it's like really making me want to play it. But I'm a Pokemon fanboy, yo. So I, I think I'm going to play Pokemon first just because I feel like the hype for that's I've been waiting longer than Star Wars. Yeah. So, uh, but Luigi's Mansion is still, it still holds up. Like the levels are very unique in the way you have to kind of go about like beating bosses and finding like your friends is. It's just, it's just doing it for me. Like, it just really, it's a really fun time playing video games. Like, I know that I don't have to, like, you know, gather materials to build a new vacuum or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> I get on the floor. I got to find some secret gems, you know, get to the boss, and I'm out. So um, you're telling me it doesn't take 10 hours to get into the, the good gameplay? <laughs> fuck no it's quick you learn what's going on within like the first 10 minutes you're like all right i gotta i gotta find mario that's pretty much what he's doing so uh i am on the 10th floor out of was it 15 or 14 mm-hmm. so i'm trucking man so i'm gonna try to beat it by friday yeah it's a lot to a lot to ask for in a, i know in, uh, you're two days away i know well, three so nights bad. if you can out yeah tonight and three nights away let's just fire up some you know red bulls and go to work <laughs> when's the last time you did that oh man. when's it like the last time like you really like push yourself to the game like you lay at the clock all of a sudden it's like 2 30 on the clock you're like 2 30 man i've been out th- I, i've been at it for a while for like a story or just like online playing any anytime well i guess a little story because louise is more of a story-based game versus online even though there is some online elements to it i have to say when red dead came out this is probably one of the games that i played the longest mm-hmm and then I realized it was like midnight, midnight, like one o'clock. Um, but co-op is Red Dead also, I just thought about. Because when uh, you jump online, you get to do whatever you want. So we would run missions and then eventually end up in a shootout and it's like three o'clock in the morning. So I don't think there's anything besides that because I think I try to value my sleep. And then I really try to <laughs> get some sleep and not be such a zombie during the day. But. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it'd be uh, like that sometimes. But uh, <laughs> AD. 
Yeah, y'all, what you y'all, playing y'all, y'all already know what I've been playing. I was talking about it all on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook. Like I was, it was Death Stranding. You know, y- y'all know I've been hype about this game. I've been talking about it since this podcast started. And I finally got my grubby hands on it. And my initial thoughts. It's pretty good. I, I dude, I enjoy it. Like all of the reviews that came out, they make a lot of sense. Um I feel like you're either really gonna love this game or you're gonna hate it. I, I don't think there's gonna be like middle ground in this. Um but no, dude, like I, I'm I'm a couple hours in, like when I got it Friday, I thought like, dude, I'm just gonna play this nonstop over the weekend. But after getting into it, I was like, dude, I want to slow burn this, just because the story and the world and the setup seems super interesting. Um, and the gameplay, I mean, it's it's a walking simulator pretty much. Like you're you're delivering packages. You are FedEx, but the moment to moment gameplay is actually pretty pretty unique and interesting like okay yeah you're sipping packages but you gotta worry about balancing everything while you're you know walking around you have to worry about like certain survival aspects like you have to make sure like your shoes and stuff are you know actually not like torn up because if you let those uh, deteriorate um, it can affect like how you walk or you'll just start slipping everywhere and then you have to like you know, consume liquid to, you know, keep your stamina up. And then on top of that, you got to worry about the BTs everywhere, you know, dragging you to the underworld. And dude, it it's, it's a lot. And I'm, I'm sold on it right now. Like, but <laughs> I, I, I 100% don't think it's a game for everyone, but I think it's a game that everyone should give a shot if they're even remotely interested in it. Are there some like crazy things you want to let the fans know and let us know? Like something in like the environment that's really absurd or I saw there's a motorcycle, the baby bike. Yeah. So um, I don't want to give it like a lot away just because I feel like you need to experience it. But there are some Easter eggs that are just hilarious. So one, you can drink monster like there. If you're in like in your private room, the drink that you can, you know, partake in is a monster. <laughs> There's just like cans of monster in the game, which is hilarious to me. Um, then when you take a shower in the game, I mean, they clearly like they, you know, censor out like the private parts uh, of the main character, Sam. But like there's this ad for an imaginary AMC so. Um, just because the main character is, is portrayed by Norman Reedus, who is, you know, famously from The Walking Dead on AMC. So it's like this made up advertisement for a show that he's in. And it's it's like it, it's hilarious. Um, what other fun, interesting things are there? Because um, I don't want to give a lot away. There is this weird thing like so there's 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 like small social elements to it um the online component is kind of similar to dark souls where like you can leave like messages behind to other players and like leave items for them and i've already seen players kind of do funny things (laughs) where they'll put like like yo watch out for this but it I, it, it will screw you up if you actually like listen to some of the things, but it's it's all in good fun. Um, yeah, it's a good game so far. Two things from that game was one that your boy is uh, a Guinness record holder now for which I didn't even know that was a fucking. Thing. They they, they, they making up Guinness World Records for anyone. Followers. Yeah. I mean, shout out to my boy, but you know they they wild and they just giving they just making stuff up. But uh, all right, I'm here for it. Like, I just wonder what's next. Like, the Guinness record for the game with the most DLC or something or whatever. Um, but do we want to talk about what your what your boy said too? Yeah, there's a uh, there's like two there's two major con- controversies uh, <laughs> surrounding Death Stranding currently. Um, my boy Hideo Kojima, um, 
Well, Pete thinks us Americans are uh, a little too dense for to for for death stranding. We we don't get it. <laughs> he says that we're uh, lacking the artistic sensibility to understand death stranding. Uh, <laughs> if I can read the actual quote, um, what is it? Let me. It's from it's from an interview from the the Italian outlet uh, TGCOM twenty four. Uh, Kojima was asked whether he was satisfied with the critical reception to Death Stranding. And I mean, Kojima is, he, he speaks his mind like that. I mean, it's kind of typical if you follow like any of his games. But uh, what he said was, I must say the games, the game received rave reviews, especially in Europe and Japan. Here in the United States, however, we had strong criticism. Perhaps it is a difficult game to understand for a certain type of critic and audience. Americans are great fans of first person shooters and Death Stranding is not. So, I mean, I can give my opinion on that first if you guys want, or I can I can leave that to you guys to interpret or give your opinions. What do you think, Michael? I don't think he's wrong in like in a like a very broad, broad general sense. Like, if you look at like MPD numbers, Call of Duty is the number one selling video game in the United States, like for like the last like decade, and that's a first person shooter. And like numbers, and Halo is a huge first-person shooter that sells well here in America. Battlefield is another one. So it it is true. Like most, if you look at MPD beyond like first-person shooters, like games that come up that are really popular are sports games and racing games. And those games are they lack a story sometimes, or they don't have a, the most complex story. And all and those three of those types. Of genre of video games so in, in a wide in a, like a very broad general sense i guess i could see where his point is coming from but you know there's a problem when you when you paint with a broad brush it doesn't give a chance for like months nuance um to, to, to quick follow-up before you uh give your your opinion uh on the statement he also went along to say um he, he was trying to stress the uniqueness of Death Stranding um, and how it would act as a barrier, you know, for some to appreciate it. And he went on to say, I always try to create new things and, dis- and disputes and discussions are fine. But it has to be said that Italians or, or the French have a different artistic sensibility that allows them to appreciate this brand of very original products, not only in video games, but also in cinema. So, I mean, he kind of just doubled down on, you know the cultural differences between, you know, the United States and, you know, other countries. But, um, Josh, what, what, what are you thinking about the, the statements that were made? I just think he's just getting mad. Cause you know, his game is, you know, what crazy taxi, but more in depth, you know what I mean? So he's being a little salty, but, um, yeah, um, he's not far from the truth. I think, very popular games here are shooters. Michael said, you know, Modern Warfare and Battlefield and all that. And, you know, it, it's, it's like a bold statement because it, it like, to me, just sounds like he's bitter a little mm-hmm. bit just because like, you don't like my game. But it, it's like killing it everywhere else except for here. And it's like, okay, we get, you want to be different, man, but we can't change that. Yeah, You can't change like our attention spans. Like, I'm not going to invest like a hundred hours into it sort of thing. So yeah, let him be, I guess. No, like, and currently like the meta score, um, is 83 and then the user score six, uh, is a 6.6, which honestly, that's not bad. Like, I, I don't, I don't think either of those scores are bad at all. Um, I think that, I think anything like, we we talked last week about like the number ratings and like I think a lot of people see like six six as a bad score, but I'm like, no, nah, that's a perfectly fine game. Like I'd I'd invest my time in something like that. Because like there, if, you can't use weapons in that game, right? There are weapons. There are weapons. Box cutter <laughs> tape. <laughs> Yo, relax. <laughs> nah, um, I haven't. I, I know there is gunplay. I have not gotten that far into the game where where I've gotten those weapons. But there, like where I'm at, there is a grenade that you can use. So, and then like I there is hand to hand. What's up? 
Oh, no. Uh, so I saw IGN put up a video of uh, Morty, uh, and it says, when it's raining and death stranding. I wonder, you got something to say about that? It looked like a really absurd clip. I'll show Michael real quick. What is it? It's but, uh, Morty from like Rick and Morty? Yeah. So it's just like him like running and then he like throws up a human being. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, um, that that's that's, you know, calling to something that's very on in the early stage of the game. Honestly, like me talking about this isn't spoilers because they sold this in in the trailers leading up to the game. Like this is this happened in one of the the first trailers when the games like originally announced like in 2016. But, um, essentially if a human is like caught and caught and consumed by one of the BTs, it triggers a void out, which is this massive explosion that just creates this huge crater. And yeah, Sam can, survive those and like he can go to the world of the dead and come back to the world of the living and when he does that he like spits out he like throws up these little like like microbes or whatever they are I forget the actual name for them but yeah (laughs) sounds pretty intense but my question to you Albert since you are all about this game Yes. Is this game a contender for game of the year? Oh, adios mio. Why are you doing this to me, Josh? Um, Got to put you on. Is this a game of the year contender? I'm going or to winner. say. <laughs> or a winner. I'm going to say for me, it's it's definitely in my ranking. Um, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near game of the year for the general public. I like I can't see IGN putting this as game of the year. Like that would be if if something like that would happen, that would be insane. Like I can't see like any major news outlets like doing that. Like I couldn't see IGN, Kotaku, Polygon. I couldn't see any of them doing that. Me for for me for game me personally. <laughs> yeah, we argue about that for the game of the year. But um, for me personally, like I, I as far as I'm in right now. I'd consider it just because I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I think the story's really captivating, but I'm not far enough into it yet. Cause I'm, I'm on like chapter three and there's 14 chapters. So I, I've barely scratched the surface, but I mean, dude, you brought up a, a good topic of game of the year. Like we we're in November. We got November or as we're like halfway through new November at this point. So we got half of no half of November and December. What is y'all like? What is we'll your be, game uh, of the year looking like? There's a lot of games that came out this year. Dude, there was a lot of games. Uh, I'm just looking at like a brief list, and uh, not a lot that are like game of the year contenders, but a lot of good games. Um, I I have to think about it for a second. Mikey B, you got a game in mind for game of the year? Grindstone. Dang. Nice. Grindstone, yeah. It's for, I guess, a few reasons. One, it's a great game. Two, it helped launch Apple Arcade and it gave people the idea of like the quality of games you're going to get on Apple Arcade. Musically, it's one of the best video game soundtracks I've ever heard. It's like I would probably buy the vinyl if it ever released on vinyl. Okay. And the game mechanics are just like really solid and fun and fluid. And it's it's a match three game. It's a match three game with more depth than I'm used to in a match three game. There's a little bit like with, with the name and title grinding, there is a little bit of like an RPG like grind to it. And there's different layouts you could take into each match. So depending like on your play style, you can be a little more conservative. You could be a little bit more aggressive. So, and all that combined makes it a really wonderful uh, mobile slash video game package for me. So it's one of the games I probably invested most in. I think it's the game when I think about Apple Arcade, you know, 2019. It is the one of the first, it's like the first game I feel 
100% confident to recommend to anybody, but like, oh, testing on Apple Arcade, yeah, it's free for a month. You should really download Grindstone. I think I, I think it's a game that anyone could like. Interesting. I don't think you're gonna say a mobile game. No, I've been doing much. the mobile. I've been. I have like since we've done this podcast, I've dedicated you know three months to like really expanding my video game horizons beyond just like console gaming. And for all the mobile games that have been playing since that time, Grindstone has really the, you know, cliche answer, but really has like the complete package I'm looking for in like a mobile experience. I just, I just bring that up just cause like, uh, you played, was it like Link's Awakening, like other like heavy hitting games and you kind of go into Grindstone. See the problem with Link's Awakening is it's a remake of a game that came out in 1993. True. And with that, there is some 1993 level flaws in the game. Just go back to uh, last week's episode with a banana, an alligator, and dog food, and you can see why there's some frustrations when playing a game where the game design was set during that time period. I think it's a great game. I think I would put it on like my list of a top 10. But, you know, in like my top three, I think Rhinestone's definitely give in there. I think Link's Awakenings, you know, towards more like the eight, nine, 10 range for me currently when I think about my top 10 list. Not Mario Kart Tour, man. Mario Kart, dog, relax. <laughs> like that, that, that went over my head for a second. Nah, dude, <laughs> relax. All right. <laughs> no. What about you, Albert? I have a few that come to mind. Um, Apex Legends would definitely be on that list. Um, just how it came out and how it's really competed against Fortnite and it's had staying power and it's done some interesting things that Fortnite has even, you know, copied from them. Um, I think it's, I think it's an interesting game and, um, Although I don't play it as much anymore, it dude it it it's it, it was a solid game. It's it's a solid shooter. Um, outside of that, I got to talk about Sayonara Wild Hearts. I absolutely love that game. It is fantastic. The art style is amazing. The soundtrack is beautiful. Um, the story is just dude. It's just it's it's just a real nice story I think that everyone can relate to because we've all been through like a heartbreak at some point of our lives. So it's, uh, it's just, it's just nice. Like I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm trying to think of like, uh, some of the games I've played, but some of the games that I've been playing were released last year. I remember the beginning of the year I was really into Spider-Man. I love that game. Uh, Your your game of the year is about to be Mr. I'm late to the party. Man, late to the party for everything. (laughs) But I think another game that uh, I'm really into is like Luigi's Mansion. That game is really... Dude, I've heard a um, lot of people say that that's a game of the year contender. Yeah, like I said, it's just, it's fun. It doesn't really ask a lot of you and you can kind of get like a couple like floors in and really, you know, have the joys of playing a game. You know, not saying that other games aren't fun to play, but this one just like no, you just drop in and it's just joy. Which yeah, it's, it's just that's, fun. That's why like when when you brought up uh, Death Stranding as game of the year, dude. There's a lot of barriers for for, for people to get into this game because one, it asks a lot of you. Like this is not a short game, and like the gameplay is pretty slow. Like if you want to play this game. Well, you better, you know, you better have uh, enough time to spend like 70 plus hours on it from from what I'm hearing. Like it's it's a beefy it's 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 a it's a long game. But um, yeah, yeah. But then like I'm trying to think of like the other game that I was playing was uh, Monster Hunter. That was super late. But the only reason why I played is because Iceborne, which Iceborne, I've heard a lot of people putting that in their game of the year contender because, I mean, honestly, it's essentially a brand new game like it's an expansion but it's a it's a big big expansion which i haven't made it to yet 
Yeah, but we'll get there. We got a couple games coming out in the next uh, two months, so hopefully we'll see what happens. Because yeah. that could all change. Yeah, dude. I, I think there's a Jumanji game coming out. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. There's uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jedi Fallen Order. Some- it just looks good, man. Uh, what else comes out in December? You know, I don't even know. But dude, there's there's even a lot of games that we didn't talk about. Like we talked about like a lot of like indie games. Like there's the heavy hitters. Like the Outer World was was really well reviewed. There's Control that was Gears really 5. good. Gears Five. There was um, Astral Chain. Um, oh yeah, dude. Kingdom Hearts Three. Freaking, there, there's a there's a lot of games that came out this year, and I mean, like we're doing we're just doing this off the dome, so like I'm sure we'll we'll come up with like a a better list at some point, but like those these are all the games that like just came to our minds like right now, which is crazy. Just be, dude, yeah, like now I'm looking at like some of the, the a list of the games that came out this year, and it's it's crazy. We actually have to like come up with a solid list because. I doubt that we're doing it justice right now. Yeah, there was one game that I saw on uh, E3 that I never got around to playing, but it's still something that I want to get into. I think it's called uh, like The Remnant. It completely randomized. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. You're, you're going to want to play that. So, um, yeah, the, I, that's one of the ones that like I really, like, really wanted to play off based off E3 and I didn't see it in the store for a yeah, while. Revenant from the asses. Like, dude, it it, it kind of dropped, and then people talked about it for a week, and then, I mean, kind of sizzled out, which is unfortunate, but I've heard nothing but good things. I've seen people play it, and it looks super fun, especially for me because I love, like, the Soulsborne series, and it definitely seems like it took elements from those games. I just like the fact that, like, it's all random. Yeah, like there's no structure. Well, there's just probably a structure, but like you can't, you can't like go online to figure things out. Yeah, no. Like, oh, how do I do this? But it, this is run like generates by itself. I would give a shout out to Super Mega Baseball, but that game came out a couple years ago on other systems, so it's like new to me on the Switch. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, we Super can give Mega it a Baseball. shout out. I mean, this is our platform. I'll give it a shout. This, this is I'll our platform. We can do whatever, what, whatever we want. I'll give it a shout out as a game that I really invested a lot of time in and really enjoyed. It's yeah. like I have been talking about it for many times. It's like a perfect pick up and play like sports game. Like you don't have to know. You, you could be a baseball fan. You can maybe not be a baseball fan. It really doesn't matter. It's like truly pick up and play mechanics. So it's like anybody could play. And it's fun. It's like it's a fun game you could play with other people. So it's a game I really want to give a shout out to. Yeah. But, uh, Definitely. I think we should, uh, what's it called? Do the council boys awards at the end of the year. We could do, we could do a special, uh, council boy awards. Yeah. Uh, we just start adding all the only- developers. <laughs> just be like, yo, we love you. Your game, your game was amazing. Where, where is, uh, Marvel ultimate Alliance three. That was a game that came out. That was big for the switch. Is that is that on your list this year? Is that something that's you know you it's feel def- strong about? It's definitely a top contender. It's really fun, um, but I don't know as far as like giving it a game of the year sort of thing. Like the story is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it, but I'd definitely give it like a top five. Got it. Okay. Um, I'd have to give it a little more, mm-hmm. but then also based like with the, these two new games coming out, I don't know where it's gonna stand. Yeah. yeah. Like we could have like a switch, like if you're thinking about this, we could have like a switch only category, like the best switch game, PS4, Xbox, best game overall, mobile, so on yeah, and so we, forth. We could do uh we could break it down like that. Best free download of the month game sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I played Last of Us. And Oh yeah, it's true, especially with uh PlayStation Plus, Plus. and Xbox games with gold. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, category. Yeah, we, we we got some content coming next month. We'll we'll have a whole podcast about that. Just the our game awards. To yeah, no, we should just use that to cap off the the year game awards with the the council boys. Yeah, so yeah, so look forward to it, guys. We just figured this out, <laughs> figured out with y'all live. All right, right on. So that was kind of like a brief of uh, the game of the year. 
yeah. and the introduction of the council boy awards yeah uh but what do we got next dude um so over the weekend uh stadia announced their launch title which <laughs> dog every time i have to talk about the stadia it's just like what is going on with their marketing why are we this late in the game and just now getting an official launch title like a you know spreadsheet but um nevertheless i pre-ordered it i'm here to talk about it and i'll <laughs> i'll run through the list and uh i want to hear how you guys feel about it um so we have assassin's creed odyssey destiny to the collection guilt uh just dance 2020 kine mortal Kombat 11 red dead redemption 2 rise of the tomb raider samurai showdown shadow of the tomb raider definitive edition thumper and tomb raider definitive edition um along with that there's like 14 additional titles coming um by the end of 2019 i'm not gonna go into that list just yet just because i like i only care about the games that are coming out day one so with that list how do you guys feel is this a strong launch title or launch title list speaking as a guy who doesn't have a playstation 4 or xbox or all these games like i've never played before there's three games on the list i'll be willing i want to see what it's about because i heard a lot of good stuff red dead redemption 2 assassin's creed odyssey and rise of the tomb raider like three games I'd like to play because I play the first two Tomb Raiders, Tomb Raider One, and then Tomb Raider Shadow of the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I definitely would like to see how that uh, trilogy ends. And then obviously Red Dead Redemption Two has been called one of the greatest games of the generation. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Everybody who's like were haters on previous Assassin's Creed game seems this game seems to be the one that really has changed the uh, formula enough to make it more interesting so there's at least three games i'll be willing to play this based on the fact that i haven't played them before and those are meaty games that <laughs> you'd be playing because assassin's creed i mean it's i know like the side missions are there's, there's a lot to a lot to be done red dead you had the story and then you'd have the online mode um and then and it's an online story yeah yeah so i mean there, there's a lot um, what about you, you Josh? What do you think of this lineup? It's very meh. This this list sounds like the free content you get from like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Um, I would play Mortal Kombat 11. That sounds uh, pretty dope. I uh, think Assassins. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider is very meh. I'm I'm all right with it. Like I'll give it a go if like. I really want to like mm-hmm. try it out and see how it goes, but uh, it's meh. It's I really think that, that just, like I'd give it a go just to try it, but you have to like pay for it first before you try it, right? Yes, you actually have to that makes it, that makes pay it rough. for these. You actually have to pay for these games. Mm-hmm. I think Destiny Two. Well, Destiny Two is it's free to play, so you can hop into that. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you have to pay for all the other games. Ooh, that makes it real rough. I was hoping this is like, like with PlayStation, Xbox go like, I'll pay like whatever, like 50, 60 bucks for a control. And I'm, I would be happily give Google like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And I get like access to like bunch of games. Pretty much. Let's say like, yeah, all these games or like half of these games, that would be cool. Especially as a person who doesn't have another console. I think that's a, that, that doesn't seem like that big of an investment to say, like give it a taste. Yeah. And see like what works for me or not, but the fact that I have to pay full price is uh makes it a little, a little rough. Yeah, like you want it to be like the Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. dude. That's yeah, exactly that's the that's model that I, I think would make the most sense. But <laughs> you know, dude, I, I I remember when Google Stadia was first announced, and I was so excited. And now, like <laughs> we're like we're like a few weeks out, and I'm just like. All right, I guess. Like I want it. Like I, I, I want it because I want to see this technology grow. But at the same time, um, it's just there's a lot surrounding it that 
kind of just bums me out. And also, speaking of the things that bum me out about this technology, so I actually got to got in this super interesting conversation with um, an indie developer uh, on Twitter last week, and he was pretty much voicing his concerns as uh, an indie developer, pretty much giving the opinions like, yo, this game is like platforms like Google Stadia and Xbox, uh, whatever Xbox is doing for their streaming service is going to be fantastic for them and for AAA titles because they're they're building this out so that they can make money. But for any developers, which really rely on each game, you know, like they, they rely on each purchase to really get that money to like stay afloat. It's going to harm them, which I thought was super, super interesting because I never had I never considered that at all. Just because, I mean, as a consumer, sometimes you as a consumer, it's, it's super easy to forget about, you know, the people that make the product that we love so much. So, yeah, it was interesting perspective, interesting conversation. I'm trying to look up what the developer's name was. I know it. I know the game that he he developed is um, Super Blood Hockey. Oh, dope. Um, yeah, but in, interesting conversation, interesting perspective. It's definitely something that I'm gonna keep my eyes out just to see. Like, will we ever see indie games on the Stadia, or is this just a system for triple A? games but um i mean that's that's all the state of talk for now i mean we got some big big news that dropped this morning if we want to move on to that is it what i think it is you know you know what it is you they gotta go fast <laughs> Dude, we gotta go fast we gotta bruh we finally got the updated sonic that i think we've been waiting for yeah. This looks awesome. The the Smash Bros. Not talking story wise, but the revamp of Sonic yeah. was released today. Dude, it looks beautiful. I think true trailer two came out. And uh what'd you guys think? It looks gorgeous, dude. No, like how about you, Michael? What'd you think? Much improved. Uh, I'm looking at uh, st- stills from the previous to this guy to the new one. It looks like they taken away a lot, like some of the, like the animal instincts of Sonic, because like there was like a lot of fur and like f- like kind of like a fuzzy puppet like look to him, based on the. And then this new snapshot kind of has more of like a cartoony kind of like flatter type look, so I think yeah. it works a lot better. Dude, um, I think it took a lot of like influence from. Uh, Detective Pikachu because Detective Pikachu was a nice blend of like okay there's like realistic elements to these creatures but they're still grounded in the fact that they're cartoons and um the they brought in um Tyson Hesse I don't, I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing that last name it's H-E-S-S-E um, as the lead designer for you know the new uh, the new version of the movie Sonic, and I think he, yeah he he did he did a great job. Yeah, it looks awesome, but the movie still looks like trash. <laughs> but at least he'll look good. I don't yeah. think it's good. like I don't think it's gonna be trash. I don't think it's gonna be amazing. Like just like <laughs> Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Just like Detective Pikachu, I think it's just going to be a fun movie. I, I think it's going to be a popcorn flick where you don't need to think about it too much. Just because, I mean, let's be real. Like, Sonic's, like, all the Sonic stories, like, are not that, like, deep. <laughs> He's a hedgehog that goes fast. He likes chili dogs. He saves a girl. Yeah, if we don't see him eat one chili dog in this movie, I'm going to give it a zero. Yeah, I mean that, or I gotta see Tails. Tails isn't in this. I'm gonna be mad too, dude. Yeah, like if if he doesn't eat a chili dog, like what was the point? What was the point of all of this? And also, Doctor Robotnik slimmed down heavy for this movie, so (laughs) he's on that Atkins, bro. He's on that Atkins. 
True, he's on Weight Watchers. Dude, no, but um, Jim Carrey looks fantastic. Like, even before like the the redesign of Sonic, I would have saw it just for Jim Carrey's performance as uh, Doctor Robotnik, just because he looks fantastic in that role. Especially the scene that we get like when he's like fully gone nuts and he has like the the classic Robotnik mustache. But um, yeah, that I, was in the first trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, that was in the first trailer. Which God, I can really imagine what this uh, this Sonic would look like in the first trailer because the first trailer was pretty cool, um, a little beefier, but God, he looks so bad. I saw one of those stills earlier, and I was like, "Holy!" He looked moly. like the thing of nightmares. But oh my god! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give a hot take. I'm gonna give a really, really hot take. So as much as I like the redesign, I kind of want to see the original. I, I want to see the thing of horrors. Like I want to see the original terrifying Sonic movie. Just because I mean, yo, I, I honestly don't think this this movie is gonna be like that fantastic of a story. Like it's just gonna be okay. Hey, I might as well have the added humor of seeing the thing of nightmares running around. It'll be like in the bonus content if it's on Disney Plus or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty Which much. Which I guess I heard there's like a, a whole new deleted scene for Endgame in there too. Yeah, they, they got yeah, all so the, like, uh, the... I gotta the, check this out. The there goes your $7 right there in there. No, remember I got the plug. I know, but I'm just saying for like all your Marvel heads out there. That's seven dollars well spent. An extra thirty seconds of Endgame. Yeah, after like the hundreds of dollars that we dished out on like all these movies, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so like, a side topic because you know Disney Plus isn't video game related, but it's you know it's in the same realm. With Disney Plus, is that on day one, you get access to every single Marvel movie. Um, so from sure Iron Man one all the way to Endgame, I get to watch them all again if I wanted to. I believe so. I think it's most of because that's tough. I think you also have access to all of the Simpsons too. All of the Simpsons, all of the cartoons. Okay. I guess there's a live action Lady and the Tramp. All right, all right. I think it's in there. I don't know. Sure then, not. It could be coming. It's out there now. We're yeah. coming soon. Sure. Uh, and like uh, Jeff Goldblum's got like a show on Net Geo, which he's a. I don't even know what you'd call him, but he's a character, and no, I no. watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but having all those Marvel movies in one spot is a real, it's a real fine. Because I've been like itching to watch Doctor Strange again, and I can't, it's, it's, I can't find it on streaming services. It is to see Doctor Strange again. That movie is mid, man. Bruh. That movie is mid. Nah. That's like you saying you like Thor, bro. Thor one and two, especially two, is trash. And I will fight any Thor <laughs> fan. Like y'all can pull up. We got to dig up that archive episode of uh, all about the culture to get the Marvel feed. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm uh, super hyped for like the Marvel stuff. But they also have Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Which is like I'm pretty hyped about that. Yes, yes. Kind of get a. Uh, I think you can do like a solid marathon. Before the new one comes out. That would be nice. Yeah, oh, um, more topics that aren't video game related. Yeah, dude, so. we, we, we've been talking about mad stuff that's not video game, but hey, maybe we, maybe we need to branch out the content a little bit if the people want it. Yeah, it's true. You're just going to find like another like video game related thing to call like that segment, like the breakfast. So whatever. Like extras. Yo, if we can find ga- like all food related games and play them, like I, I'd be down. <laughs> I'm down for playing the food games. Cooking Mama was fun. What other food games? Overcooked. That game is really, really fun. Overcooked. That game is fun and it's stressful, dude. Uh, Burger Time is an arcade game. Or the or the Burger King games. Do you ever see those? Sneaking. Sneaking pocket razors. Yo, yeah, there's the one. KFC uh, romance game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back, in, back in the Super Nintendo game. Uh, day, game, days there's a McDonald's game yeah called McKids I don't know that Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's crazy McKids I gotta look it up I'm gonna Google this and he's in jail already <laughs> nah McKids video game <laughs> boop 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 FBI came out? <laughs> wow came out ooh uh, 1992 
I wasn't even a thought of my parents. I wasn't even a twinkle in my father's eyes yet. <laughs> With that, I also saw that Hooters made a racing game too for the PlayStation. It's like Hooters World Tour, and I saw some dude do a video about it on Facebook. The game looks so trash, dude. <laughs> it's like a cruising USA, but like a thousand times worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Well, already. Wow, um, man. McDonald really got into the game. There's a one. There's McDonald's Treasure Land for the Genesis. McDonald, the video game came out in 2006. Seven Up had their own game. I remember that one. Spot. Yeah. Spot Cool Adventures. Wait, dude. Coke had their own game. Coke Music. Uh, you. It was like a, a Sims type game where that was that was online. You could like make music. It was a browser game. I remember that game. That game was fire, dude. Chester Cheeto had a game back in Super Nintendo days. Where? Yeah, nineteen ninety two. Chester Cheeto. Yo, maybe too we might school. be onto something with this whole too cool to fool. Damn. Yeah, we might be onto something with this whole like food related uh game segment. It's gonna be another award. <laughs> Best food related really game. game. <laughs> we have some contenders this year. Oh. Cool, man. Well, uh, you want to get like a brief of what we're gonna game this weekend or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm still gonna be on the the Death Stranding. Like, like I'm I'm alternating between Death Stranding and um and Destiny Two. Um, just because, I mean, I I joined a new clan, so I'm I'm trying to do some raids, trying to get that good armor. So I mean that that's that's what will be that that's what's going to be on my Serato this weekend. I'll be jumping back into Link's Awakening. I'm in Dungeon Five of Nine, so I'm getting closer to the finish line. Nice. Uh, I'm still going to be on, hopefully be Luigi before Friday, but I think I'm going to be on Pokemon Sword. Oh, so, is that the one you're going to buy? Yeah. What's the reason to be on that one? Because it's a weapon. It's not a shield. I see. Just because, you know, I feel like the weapon's obviously like the power weapon and I'm more brute force type of player. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Defense <laughs> sucks. <laughs> the best defense is. Is punching someone in the face. Dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm gonna try that, and then uh, if I do get um, Fallen Order, I might start it up, and see how it goes. Yeah. The thing is, I gotta see if I want to get it for PlayStation or for Xbox. So mm. got options. Yeah. What would lean you one way or another? If the gang gets on Xbox, if just multiplayer for it. Uh huh. Because if so, you link up some of the homies on Xbox. But uh, also, I might just get it for Xbox because I haven't played the Xbox in a while. True, and you're supposed to be our Xbox, uh, you know, expert. So if we were to start this podcast last year, all Xbox. True, because last year, almost a year to the day, because I think on Black Friday I got the Spider-Man Spider-Man bundle, and I switched over. But yeah, I want to try to get back into it. Uh, but um, be- before we before we give our final farewell. I just want to, you know, give a quick little, you know, shout out to something that we're trying. So um, for Try Hard Tuesday, we've famously been using footage that, you know, we've collected. But we want to extend it, you know, to everyone. We want this to be a little bit more of a community. So if you have any clips of uh, gameplay, of you trying your hardest or doing the most or just being, you know, a little thirsty or toxic... We want we want that. We want you to send it to us. So um, we'll we'll be posting on Instagram. You'll you'll be able to get the information there. But if you want to send a clip to us, um, send an email uh, with your video clip to our email at the gaming council podcast at gmail.com. And just uh, make the subject, you know, try our Tuesday clip and then whatever, you know, game it is. You know, give a brief description. Give us your details for your social media so we can tag you and everything. And yeah, we'd we'd love to start, you know, using some of the community's footage, you know, give you guys some shout outs and get you guys getting involved with everything that we're trying to do. And that's me on my pulpit. You know, you can wrap this up now, Joss, if you if you would like. Which goes perfectly into follow us on Instagram, Facebook at the Gaming Console Podcast. Uh, we, we make it do what it do on the socials. So 
Um, follow us there. Follow us on Twitter at the Gaming Counts One. Uh, and to follow the podcast, go to gamingcouncilpod.com and uh, link to all the podcasts that are there too. Yep. So I've been joined with AD. Yo. I've been waiting for this. Mikey B. A schooner is also a sailboat. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that. A schooner is also a sailboat. All right. I got to look whatever that up is. Uh, (laughs) I can see that if you're wearing like a flannel on the scooter and it kind of just works as like the wind thing. And I've been Josh and the council boys are out. Peace. Peace.